0: Hi, I'm Seth. And I'm Scott. Oh, wait, I'm Brian. He's Brian.
1: And we are track watching. (laughs) Um, This is kind of race three, but not really, because it's the top ten shootout at Heartland Park, um, which is weird and awesome. Um, So it's the thing. We take the top ten drivers, and they get one flying lap. Yep. So they go out, and they go on an outlap, flying lap, and then they come in on the cooldown, and it's whoever goes
0: fastest. So it's like time trial for race car drivers. And the great part is the, the worst you can end up is, is tenth. So you're still going to get a good. Start yeah, like position.
1: like if you get into the top ten, you're going to get a top ten.
0: Yep. And it's it's hard to beat that. So,
1: um, the big news I think is that uh, Scott Robertson is in the top ten judo. And um, he was he was a happy boy.
0: That was maybe the happiest I've ever seen him coming off track, like, ever. Like, yeah. not like it happens very often. but Yeah,
1: everybody who <laughs> listens to the show knows that Scott is, like, semi-sad about himself all the time when it comes to driving. And he came off track happy. Like, genuinely happy. It was amazing.
0: Yeah. He was give, giving hugs and high fives and... I, I just knew that he had... I just thought he had a good race. I didn't realize how good of a race he had to be in the top 10.
1: Yeah, that was... It was genuinely good. So the first car is out. Uh, I don't know who it is because I suck at knowing who GLTC drivers are. Um, it's either O'Gorman or
0: um, that Black S2000. I think it's the Black S2000. New driver. I'm not familiar with his... I think it's Tony, maybe?
1: Maybe. So how's your racing been going, Brian?
0: Ah. Oh. It's been it's had its ups and downs this weekend. Two two races in, one was bad, one was good.
1: Describe like like fill me in.
0: Well, the uh, the first race, uh, there's a very good Instagram clip you can find on the GridLife official reel of me uh, facing the camera off to the side of the track while everyone else is going through turn one like I should have been doing. Every- like this guy right here is attacking <laughs> me right now. <laughs> <laughs> you get all these. People. That's a the
1: problem in doing public podcasts. Is all the people try and jump in on it
0: yeah that guy took he took turn one I I took the um access road through the cones but yeah, yeah yeah I was and I don't know if drifters hit cones but I soccer kicked that cone like probably out of the racetrack it was so hard they still,
1: they still haven't found
0: it they still haven't found it and Julio said he heard a really loud thump and we think that's what he heard was that that was that the code? cone being punted into space that's amazing.
1: So the first S two thousand is gonna come around, I'm sure you'll hear it because everything's so loud. So this is shockingly like one lap in the fact that you've got a you have an outlap, they don't do a standing start, they do a flying start, and they only time one lap instead of timing three laps like we do on one lap, ironically.
0: Yeah, and one car on on well, I guess technically two once they send uh, the next car, but probably the only other difference. Um, Okay, so now we're gonna. So it's like it's like a
1: really cool time attack, and not to not to pick on the time attack guys, but like if you were cooler, this is how you do time attack. (laughs) So you went backwards in an inopportune spot, and then you sort of like found out that the back of the field is actually pretty quick
0: yeah, I tried to catch up after that and i, I couldn't uh with the exception of two cars i I didn't I didn't pass anyone uh, and that was just unachievable to get back with everyone in a 15 minute race people are people are fast around here
1: that's is it around here or do you think GLTC is just getting that much tighter?
0: I think GLTC is that much tighter because I expected to catch the me of a year ago who was just kind of you know, you know, having some fun at the back, and there was none of those people. There was none of those just hanging out at the yeah, back, don't fun people. I think there's casual
1: GTC drivers anymore. I think, no. GLTC <laughs> drivers, I think everybody's like, I'm, I don't not say I'm good at this, but they all have put in the effort to be good at it in a way that, that didn't exist before. It used to be you could show up with like a spec Miata on street tires and be like, oh cool, I'm just gonna have fun. And I don't think that would be fun anymore.
0: Yeah, unless if you know you're coming with uh, someone similarly matched or there's going to be other cars that are at your power to wait, it's uh, becoming more and more rare for sure.
1: Honda noises. (laughs) Making Honda noises. So now we should get, that's the first car on their flyer, so we should get the next car on their warm-up.
0: Yep, he should be going hot here as he comes around. Yeah,
1: that's kind of a neat format. Yeah, it is. So, that was your first race. Disappointing is, like, disappointing an accurate word? Or was it just one of those, like, oh, man moments, and then you just sort of deal with the rest of it?
0: It was an oh, man moment, and I kind of felt like I took one for the team because I got squeezed, and I chose to give space instead of making the squeezy even squeezier.
1: I actually saw the video, and you really could have... You could have said, like, no, that's my spot. Yeah. And made him run into you?
0: I think there would have been contact. Which is what I I think he would have done. Yeah, he wasn't going to stop, and that's just the way I I felt. So I didn't want to go off track, but I wanted to just let him go on by. And yeah. uh, I was a little, little too courteous. Which you get, you get put in one of those
1: decisions where like nobody was going to win. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It right was off just the bat. like, what degree of loss do we want to <laughs> inflict on everybody with us?
0: And I'm glad it looked like everyone rolled on by, uh, no, no problems after I took my little detour there. So uh, happy, happy about that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You didn't roll back across the track and do like NASCAR things, and we <laughs> all, we've all seen Days of Thunder. We know what happens. <laughs> yep. Um, So there's your first race. Second race was this morning. This morning felt good.
0: It did. It felt good waking up and going outside today and not instantly hating life like when we were standing around in the depths of the night last night, trying to stay up, trying to be excited. But everyone's in the back of their head was like, I want to go to bed. Yeah, it was cold.
1: It was so all yesterday. It was pretty cold. It rained a couple times. But the big thing was it was windy all day and so even though it it didn't get warm it just felt cold just it ate at your soul the whole day and so by the end of the day I think everybody was just didn't want to be in the wind anymore as much as we wanted to be social and talk to people and do all of those things um, we wanted to be inside and there's not enough inside here (laughs) most of the inside is like inside cars and inside trailers and and that sort of thing which is where we all
0: went yeah, or, or between trailers with yeah, dogs.
1: With the, with they made the big horseshoe things, and <laughs> yep. yeah, and Herman made a friend last <laughs> Herman night. Made a really good friend. Um, that was pretty amazing. So this morning was felt good. Track felt good.
0: Yeah, I even before I got out on the track like yesterday was was sketchy. Uh, not only for me, but for everyone. Um, it was just very very cold. And it was almost like a wet track. Um, it was just there was no. no. Ooh, here grip. comes Scott oh, Robertson. He's just about to start his
1: flyer, and he had a uh, looked like he had a pretty good dig to start that out. I'm sure in the live stream somewhere they'll tell us what's happening, but uh, we're doing a podcast instead of watching the live stream.
0: Here we can at least have the video up so we can see how he does. All right. But yeah, so today everyone knew it was actually going to be colder um, temperature-wise, but when I walked out. It was, uh, you could tell over there in the sunlight that this was going to be a much better track condition. Despite being colder, the sun was going to warm the track, and it did.
1: Yeah, I got to sit outside at, you know, seven thirty, eight o'clock this morning in the rising sun and drink coffee. And it felt good. So, uh, Scott's going around. Yeah, I'm sure there's some sort of live stream. Either right. the live stream is
0: frozen or my phone is frozen. Let's see here.
1: So you can almost see the track, um, we're way up high in the bleachers at Heartland, and you can, you can see a lot of the track, um, but not a lot, but you can't really tell what's going on. You just see cars like show up in a corner and then dive back into oblivion and show up in a corner and dive back into oblivion. Um, But uh, the live stream guys just said, "See if he can recover this." Which is yeah, never, looks never, like he he also freezing.
0: dropped a tire. Luckily, not in the same spot I did. I didn't catch what turn that was. looked like. On the other three hand, he four. was
1: dropping. He was dropping four off on his <laughs> fastest laps during the last this race. This is true. So, so it, may, may, know,
0: it may be a strategy. They might not be fully aware of his style and how he goes fast. Yeah, he's so.
1: he knows what he's doing. Ooh, cars wiggling coming out on oh, onto the main all straight. Using so. the track. That's how you know you do good. Like, if you see God on corner exit, uh, you, you're you happy.
0: Let's see how he so, uh, did. Uh, yes. All right, he's currently in first. What was his time? He got a 145.832.
1: Uh, that might be his fastest lap ever. Yep. Like i that may be his personal best lap. yeah, so that was really, really good. So I'm doing a terrible time at keeping dead air on this, but this is the uh, this is a top 10 shootout and it's actually kind of neat. Yeah, I can't tell if it's neat to watch or if it's terrible.
0: <laughs> I feel like if you're in GLTC or you know one of the the drivers, uh, this is exciting. But if you don't have the live stream pulled up on your phone while you're watching, you're just watching individual cars do laps. You're like, cool, that guy went around. Good for him. And it's too bad that at Lime Rock we had Kyle's voice and all the other commentators coming out of the speakers that we're looking at right in front of us right now, and it gave that live stream effect of you knew what was happening play by play. Without having to have the YouTube uh, up on your phone.
1: What we need is we need, uh, like at Coda, but we need them to fire up the big video screens yes. and run the live stream <laughs> on the video screens, run the speakers. Yes. That's that's our dream. That's Okay, all, all the people doing the live streams, that's what they should be doing. <laughs> yep. Maybe that's asking a lot of them. But uh, Scott's coming in his cool down. Next car's out on their hot lap. Um, weird prototype cars are driving around the parking lot. It's fun. So your race this morning, the track felt good. How did you feel? Um,
0: where did you start? I started 25th? Okay. 25th, and I uh, it was a really bad race yesterday. I had a tangle um, with the BMW at the end. We actually t- touched end plates, and my trunk got bent, and his end plate flew off. Um, so... I really, I knew I woke up, I felt better, I knew I was going to have a better day, but I was like, I really want to have a clean race and feel good about it. I fully
1: admit, like, I know mathematically you can touch wings and not touch cars to each other, but I don't think I ever, that's something I would actually see is two cars hook wings without any sheet metal touching each other. It's pretty phenomenal. Uh,
0: I got behind him, he passed me after this happened, and... I kept looking for damage on his car through the cool down lap, and I was like, "His car looks fine." And I get out, I look at my car, I'm like, "I don't see anything," and then I'm like, "What could have possibly happened?" All of a sudden, I look at the trunk, and the trunk is just bowed up, like <laughs> like there is a huge crease in the trunk, and I was like, "I think we hooked wings," but like, because I knew they didn't have that 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 brunt hit. Th- that hard you, hit, you right? Do, you feel yeah. it when, unfortunately, when you do have contact and that didn't happen but there was a noise and i felt like something happened right and uh I was, you know just thought the worst and i go down to his pit and talk to him and he's just like oh he's missing an end plate i was like all right so we wrapped and and i this happened i think to jake and someone else at gingerman last year and i was really? like that's like a once in a you know yeah like they'll never yeah, they'll they'll again. never happen again ever do that here again. we are Check check that off the list of things you've experienced, I guess.
1: <laughs> yeah, I talked to that driver last night, and he goes, "No, that's because we're basically pro racers. That's how good we are. We can race so close to each other that we hook wings without touching cars. <laughs> Boom." Of course, he was laughing when he was doing it because uh, I think he he appreciated how lucky you guys got to just hook wings.
0: Yeah. Oh, me too. I I, it, I locked up my brakes, and luckily he did what he needed to do so that I didn't take him to the outside of the track and have contact it wasn't a die bomb but i felt like in my eyes that uh, it was almost a die bomb and i was fully responsible so i felt bad so coming out to today i, I was like i just have to have a good clean race and so I,
1: you started 25th yep. which seems like an okay place to start if you
0: want to race people oh yeah that's that's uh really getting into the midst of all the, of all the craziness uh back there but you know, I'm looking at the names and, like, uh, and the cars, and, like, those names and cars, like, those have been people that have been near the top ten, in the top ten. Right. Like, like uh, depending on the track and the day, like, I was like, we got a lot of talent all the way back here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh... But, yeah, so I was like, my, my number one goal was, was clean, caution. And I, we start the race, and all of a sudden, there's just this huge gap on the right. And I even hesitated for a second because I'm like, is there something I don't see? Like, this why, is through turn one or through this two? This is right up the front street here going oh, really? up to right. turn zero. Okay. And I just was like, I think everything's why fine. Why is there and so much room? Yeah, I just went through <laughs> past a bunch of cars, and I was like, all right, here we go. <laughs> But yeah, then after that, it was, a, it was a good, good clean race. I think I'm a little slow in a lot of the tight stuff, so apologies to anyone listening to this podcast that was behind me and has to deal with uh, my front-wheel drive uh, shenanigans of getting that car to rotate. I was definitely holding people up uh, through some of the tighter tighter corners, but we were having a good time.
1: It's kind of the beauty of the series, though, is you've got all the different cars making speed in different ways. I know Scott fought with a Corvette yesterday, yep. and the two of them were making speed in different ways, and it was... Frustrating for Scott and beautiful to watch as a spectator to watch them like get closer and farther apart and closer and farther apart. Oh, and yeah. I could see that with you this morning. The people behind you were like, "We want to pass him, but we can't get past him. But we <laughs> yep. want to pass him." <laughs> I'm
0: like, I just hold, just hold my line here. So, but then me holding my line like it ruins any on this track particularly. It ruins any <laughs> opportunity they have to gain traction and to pass me down the straight because it just blocks them up right. from coming out of a corner hot. So it's uh yeah it's an it's definitely an intriguing track in that way
1: and I think if they had more room and had nobody behind him they could create a little space and try to build that gap on you but there's so many cars in such close racing they can't do that or the guy behind them is going to pass them yeah and then that guy won't be able to get by you so it's a lot of the things you think you know about racing you have to rethink when there's so many more people here. It's totally. it's definitely a different game.
0: This is I mean we got twice the cars that we had last year. This is a totally different experience this year for sure. Whoa, what's going on here? I don't
1: know exactly.
0: Someone's getting a green, someone's getting a checkered. Uh-huh. Interesting.
1: Yeah, I think that they was, released cars a little close. Yeah. Yeah, somebody got released too close. There was a, a thing on track where one car was finishing his hot lap while another car was starting their hot lap, and they were way too close to each yeah, other. Or the outlap of that one guy, the, the first guy was too slow. Yeah, or, yeah, it could have been his outlap was too slow. It was, I don't know, maybe the top 10 shootout isn't as perfect a format as we thought it was, Nick. <laughs> Possible. Talking to Nick Kors over here, and he's he was jealous because... Uh, GLTC does a cooler time attack than time attack does, and <laughs> time attackers really, it's all about ego, uh, in that, in that series, and how cool they can be, how cool they can feel, and when somebody outcools them, they get, uh, they get kind of weird. Like yeah. yeah, they get, they get butt hurt, as you said, so, he's gonna be grumpy, <laughs> and probably just build a GLTC car next year so he can hang out with the cool kids.
0: Yeah. <laughs> can we put it on record so that when he doesn't do it anymore, we can call him out and show him this podcast? Yeah, no, we're
1: gonna we're gonna interview. I told him uh, yesterday when we were doing uh, the track watching with Nick Kors that uh, we're gonna do a real proper interview with him in the off season and uh, really dig into the psyche of a time attack driver um, and see what we can I'm dig be out. Very interested to hear about. I that. know we want to find out what makes a time attack driver tick. Um, so as we're as we're watching the GLTC cars do time attack, I wonder if the GLTC drivers really have the uh, the proper psyche for this sport? Maybe? What do you think, Brian?
0: Yes and no. They obviously have what it takes to uh, to go fast, as we all know. But I don't think I've ever seen... If Austin wins, he got a nice town. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he did. Oh, that's true. Oh, so there's strategy. We're learning about strategy. Yeah, the stra- How was their
1: strategy out here? This is so <laughs> weird.
0: But... You always see someone dropping a wheel, going off to the grass, making a mistake, which I guess, depending on what you're trying to get out of the top ten, if, if you want that perfect lap to start higher up, right? then I don't know if you'd be more cautious or if you'd push it. It looks like everyone's a 120% it's, on these top tens. Yeah, which it's, it's
1: sort of a qualifier,
0: but with more at stake. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess you know I am obviously not a top ten driver, and I bet you to have to not be spot number ten. You have to take the risk of of pushing too hard in order to get the results you yeah, want. Yeah,
1: certainly watching watching the race yesterday, watching the race this morning. Those top top two, three, four positions. Those guys are running. Qualifying level laps, just trying to run perfect laps out in front of each other and not make mistakes. Yep. Because they're they seem to be so fast at the pointy end that it really takes a mistake from the guy in front of you to yep. get a little bit of a window to get a pass. Um, so maybe they're better at time attack than uh, time attackers. They might actually be. So uh, that'd be good. This would be good and controversial (laughs) 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 but i think we're finishing up uh finishing up the top 10 challenge here so uh, brian and i are going to sign off we got another 20 minute track watching podcast and uh that was fun we're gonna go find scott and see how he did so uh for for track walking i'm seth i'm brian and we'll see you the next race bye